The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. There is a paralysis to fear. When you get, when you get frightened, something happens. You can't think straight. You, your emotions go haywire. It's very difficult uh, to live in any normalcy and certainly very difficult to live with joy when fear is possessing your thoughts and controlling your life. Psalm 37 is a psalm for people who are anxious. It is a psalm for anxious hearts. Now, I don't know when David wrote Psalm 37. We know it's a psalm of David. It could have been at any one uh, of many junctures in David's journey. But I have a pretty good idea. It was at some point when David was afraid of others, of what was going on around him. And I think that's, that's very symbolic for all of us because, frankly, it's, it's the people that surround us. It's the world that surrounds us. It's the circumstance that surrounds us that provides so much anxiety for us. And so what's the answer? The answer is you got to get your eyes off of all of those things and people and circumstances and get your eyes back on the Lord. Let me read to you the first few verses of Psalm 37. David writes, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord, and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. And He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil." Now, you can read the rest of the psalm. It's 40 verses long. But the first eight verses, I think, are powerful for a couple of reasons. First of all, he tells us what not to do, one thing not to do, and that is fret not. He says it three times. In verse 1, the first two words of the psalm are fret not. He repeats it in verse 7, fret not, and he says it yet again in verse 8, fret not. This is the psalm that deals with fretting. This is the psalm that says, look, stop living full of anxious worry and care. You see, God may allow circumstances into your life, but God never puts anxious care in your heart. No, you, you bring that on yourself, or you take that from another person, or you listen to the, to the whispers of the devil, but anxious care never has its origin in God. He's the one who said, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. He's the one who said, be careful for nothing. And He's the one who said three times in Psalm 37, fret not. Now, he not only tells us what not to do, praise God, he tells us what to do. Aren't you glad that God doesn't just say no, he says yes. So here are the positives. Here's what you can do, not just in place of fear, but if you will do these things, it will drive out fear. 
What are those things? Well, first of all, the Bible says in verse 3, you can trust and obey. He says it this way, trust in the Lord and do good. Do you, do you hear the combination here of faith and obedience? They always go together. We believe the Lord and we obey the Lord. We trust that God is in control and then we yield to His control. So right where you are today, determine that you're going to be someone who believes God and obeys God. Let's just get it down to the most simple, basic thing. I can believe the Lord and I can obey the Lord. I can't change everything around me and I can't straighten everybody else out, but I can trust the Lord and I can obey the Lord. And then God promises, So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Jesus said, we pray, give us this day our daily bread. Well, I want you to know you can claim the promise if you've applied the principle. If you're living in faith and obedience, you can count on the fact God will take care of you. I'm thinking of the words of that old hymn, Be not afraid, whate'er betide, God will take care of you. That's beautiful, isn't it? And so number one, we can trust and obey. Number two, we can find our joy in the Lord alone. Listen to verse 4. He says, Delight thyself also in the Lord. In other words, don't set your joy uh, on things or people or circumstances. If they're very good, don't set your affections on them. And if they get very bad, don't be dismayed by them because your joy is found in the Lord. Find your delight in God. Did you know the Christian life is to be a delightful life? It's right, a delightful life. It doesn't mean circumstances are always delightful or the people you have to deal with are always delightful but you can delight yourself in the Lord. And when you do that, the end of the verse says, He will give you the desires of your heart. That doesn't mean He gives you everything you want. Uh, it means He puts His desire in you. He changes your want to. He puts His desire in you so that you have His joy abounding in you no matter what is going on around you. In fact, this word is repeated later in the same psalm in verse 23. The Bible says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and He delighteth in His way. I like what Spurgeon said. He said, Our lives are graciously ordained by God. We are not doomed by fate. Aren't you glad for that? We're not doomed by fate. My brother, my sister, your life is in the hand of a good God, and He's ordering your steps. But did you notice, we're to delight in Him on the front side and on the back side. So we delight in the Lord, and He orders our steps. And then once He orders our steps, guess what we do? We delight in the Lord again. So we learn that God's way is best, and as we follow His way, we begin to just rejoice in the way He has chosen for us. What can you do to fret not? Well, trust and obey. Find your joy in the Lord alone. And then number three, verse number five, says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. And he repeats, Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. So number three, you can commit your way to the Lord. Now certainly we do that in prayer. Uh, but the committed life is more than a prayer. It is a way of life. To commit your way to the Lord means constantly you are saying to God, Lord, I'm yours. Lord, this is yours. In fact, the little word commit literally means to roll away. It's the idea of rolling some heavy burden away uh, onto someone else. It's similar to the psalmist saying, Cast thy burden on the Lord, and He will sustain thee. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. It's similar to Peter's admonition to cast all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. It's the idea of rolling your whole life on Him. That means the good and the bad, all of it is being committed to God. Could I challenge you to recommit yourself to God today? Just commit your life right now to God and say, Lord, I'm in your hands and I know your way is perfect. So, trust and obey. Find your joy in the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. 
And then the Bible says in verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. And did you know that word rest is a beautiful word. It means be quiet. It means get silent. Don't we love to talk, uh, to talk to everybody, to, to find out what everybody thinks or to tell them what we think? No, no, get still before the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, he said in another place. Rest in the Lord. Get silent and just wait on the Lord. Did you know that in time, God always brings His perfect will to pass? The Solomon said, God makes everything beautiful in His time. Fret not, my friend. We close with verse number 8, the last verse we read together. Cease from anger. Did you know there's a connection between fear and anger? When you get anxious, you start taking it out on everybody around you. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. You see, you're going to live today by fear or by faith, and it is my prayer that you and I will live by faith. See, God can be trusted with our lives, with our family, with our finances, with our future, with our fears, with everything. I leave you with two words. If you heard nothing else today, take these two words from the Holy Spirit. God says, fret not. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.